1: Bigger.
0: Just grow up the word overflowing. Yeah. you my life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. you my life bigger than yourself. Bigger.
1: Hello, we're so glad that you joined us today. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. We believe that this teaching from God's word will empower you to live a full, impactful life in Christ. As always, you can access this teaching and more for free on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. Let's get into the word.
0: For your father open eyes, illuminate hearts, and we will give you all the honor and all the glory. And the church says, Amen. 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 One of my favorite Books in the Bible, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1. This is an action book. Joshua makes it happen. They're no longer circling the same mountain. Joshua leads the people into the promised land. In verse 1 it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. Now Deuteronomy 34 and verse 8 tells us, that when Moses died, the children of Israel went out into the plains of Moab, and they mourned, and they cried, and they threw dust in the air, they tore their garments, they went through everything they needed to go through for 30 days, because Moses had led them out of slavery with a, a strong arm. They had 40 years in the desert, I mean, Moses did some great things during that time, and, and the. Uh, a uh, uh, Plains of Moab were a, a wide open space. Sometimes the best thing you can do with someone that's hurting is give them space and time to process. You see, change is an external event. But transition is the process you go through on the inside in response to the change. And it's so hard sometimes to say goodbye to yesterday. So the whole nation was dealing with its feelings. And it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Oh, how we need to hear from God in moments like these. What do you do when you feel like the best days are behind you? What do you do when you feel unsuited for the task in front of you? If there was any man you did not want to have to come after or follow, it was Moses. Moses talked with God personally, would come down from the mountain with his face shining. Moses called down plagues. He parted the Red Sea. He even caused the ground to open up and swallow men whole and alive. Joshua had extremely, extremely big shoes to fill. So the Lord knew what was going on in the mind of Joshua. So the Lord spoke to Joshua. And sometimes the only thing that holds me together when I feel like I'm losing it is God's voice. The only thing that stays with me when everyone else seems to have walked away is God's Word. So my prayer today is, Word of God, speak. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. I've tried him, and I've found him. To be a God that's an anchor even for the most troubled mind. Yes, sir. Yeah. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Moses, my servant is dead. How many of you know after 30 days of mourning, everyone knew that Moses was dead? So why did God need to tell Joshua The obvious. Why did he have to say Joshua Moses is dead? Well, I found in my life, maybe you're better than me, but it often takes time for my emotions to catch up to my reality. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, sometimes people ask me how you feel. I got to say, I don't know yet. (laughs) You see, the adrenaline in a boxer. Does not allow him to know how his body really feels until the fight is over. You see, Joshua was still in the middle of his internal battle. And God had to deal with the numbness that had crept in. The Lord said, Moses, my servant, is dead. So what do you do when your Moses dies? I remember in 2014, my assistant Karen died. She walked the altar when I was a minister at Howard University, a campus minister, and I was just beginning in ministry. She was one of my first converts, if you will, and she had... Uh, become an assistant. Actually, she was kind of the CFO before we had a CFO. She was executive assistant. She did just about everything. But Karen had pancreatic cancer, and she passed. Then a few months later, my mentor got on an airplane with his youth minister, his assistant pastor, and the plane went down. And the great Miles Monroe died. And for a while, I felt like a zombie. Sometimes you can feel so much, you start to feel nothing. It's a little bit like, you know, being a sheep that that they have a term for it: cast. If if you've ever seen ladybugs in your uh, uh, windowsill, if if a ladybug uh, flips on her back, she can't flip over. And the same thing with a sheep. If a sheep is chubby enough and close enough to the time of auction, a sheep, if it flips on its back, it's unable to roll over. And sometimes in life, you will get stuck. The Apostle Paul used this language. He said, cast down but not forsaken. He was speaking of a sheep that had flipped over on its back and didn't have the strength or the ability to flip back over on its right side. And that's why we need a shepherd. That's why we need the great shepherd that can reach in his, his staff and, and flip us back over on our feet. So here's Joshua cast down. Here's Joshua on his back. But then the Lord spoke to Joshua saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, now, now. I know what happened yesterday. I know what happened 30 days ago. But now, Joshua, I've given you time to cry. You see, dwelling on the past too long will rob you of the strength you need for today. Maybe I could say that a little bit better. Every second you spent overly focused on the past is a second missed in your present. I'm preaching good right here. Yeah. So God had to show him and I I recognize what happened. I recognize those are big shoes to fill. But now, therefore, snap out of it, my Joshua. Arise, get up. Move on. Go over this Jordan. You first. You lead by going first. Don't tell your children to be things you're not. Go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving them, the children of Israel. Now, we covered this a couple weeks ago, and and God split the Jordan just like God split the Red Sea for Moses. And what God was saying is, though we have a different personality, though we are in a different season, I am still the same God, and I can still do what I do. Verse 3. God is speaking to a man in mourning, a man who has tremendous shoes to fill. Every place that the sole of your foot, I'm not talking about Moses now, mama may not be here anymore, daddy may not be here anymore, thank God for how God spoke to them in their generation. Thank God for the Sunday schools they attended. Thank God for the churches they went to. But it's our time now. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given you as I said to Moses. In other words, Moses was his mentor and God spoke to Moses. Actually, Moses was saying these things to him before, but only now is it really, really coming the moment where he had to step into it. But I want you to notice here. This is very important. The promise here is conditional. Joshua had to put his foot down to receive it. There are things that God has for you. Things God has for your family, for your church, for your community. But you got to put your foot down to receive them. Jesus hung for us the least we could do is stand for him yes, you're in the room i feel you pulling with me he said every place that you big and bad enough that you would have faith enough fire in your soul to tread upon i have given you again it's a conditional Promise, meaning there's a condition. There are certain things God has promised you, but until you fulfill the conditions, you will not step in. God was saying, if P, then Q. If you do this, I will do that. Ludacris got something right. When I move, you move, just like that. That went over some of your heads. (laughs) Now, God's love is unconditional. But success in life is tied to our action and our effort. Verse 4. Then God gets specific here. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river we was referring to, the Euphrates... The river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. I want you to notice, God did not promise him victory everywhere. He did not say he would win anywhere. Hmm. God didn't promise Joshua Spain. God didn't promise Joshua Russia. God didn't promise Joshua Pharaoh's Egypt, China, or India. You see, you got to know your assignment. And you got to learn to stay in your lane. And I have found in life, when I'm in my lane, there's no traffic. The Bible talks about meddling in other people's affairs. I know you're saved and sanctified and you know the word better than anyone else. But how about the scripture that says, mind your own business? I'm going to mess with you for a second. This ain't in my notes. In the book of Proverbs, it says, meddling in someone else's affairs is like grabbing a dog by its ears, meaning God doesn't give you grace for everybody else's life. He gives you grace for your life, mind your assignment, your affairs. Then in five, he said, no man, if you stay in your lane, though shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Surely men would try, because we read that in the rest of the book. Whole armies would try to stand against Joshua. But at the end of every conflict, Joshua was still standing. You see, God did not promise Joshua, and he doesn't promise you that it will necessarily be easy but he does promise it will be worth it in the end because you will have to sometimes fight through the toughest days to get to your best days. You see, the flesh, the devil, and this world are cruel. And they will not let you get out of their, their, their clutches without a fight the devil's not only cruel, he's a bully. He will intimidate you as long as you let him. And bullies will go on and on and on and on until you make a decision to put your foot down. Now, you know, certain times in your life, and I'm not advocating violence or anything like that, but in the world I grew up in, and this was a long time ago, a different space at a different time. <laughs> But sometimes as a young man, I had to make a decision. Well, they're going to keep bullying me, and I'm going to have to live with it, or I'm just going to take a beating and put an end to it. Yes. I don't advocate violence. <laughs> as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. But it's easy to miss that. Success was not assured because Joshua was a great leader. Success was not assured because Israel was a great nation. Success was assured because the great God Jehovah was with him. Take everything from me. As long as the Lord doesn't leave me, I'm going to be all right. He said... As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. It's the God with me. It's the God with you that makes all the difference. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Your family may walk out on you. Friends may turn their back on you. But I discovered God's not like people. God stayed with me when I had nothing and no one. God stayed with me when people were saying good things about me and bad things about me. He was with me when things looked up and when things looked down. Why would God bring us this far? Just to now leave us. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance. These are these are imperative statements. These are not statements with question marks. And you've got to stretch that question mark into an exclamation point. Yes. And this is what God was doing in the heart of Joshua. I want to say that again. You will not be able to possess that which God has for you with that big old question mark in your heart. But what's amazing is here the Holy Spirit, God himself, is ministering to Joshua. And because of this conversation that Joshua has with the Lord, he finds the strength to do everything that's in this book. He said, be strong, Joshua. Everything God speaks has strength in it to bring it to pass. God said light be and light was. Light had no choice but to do what God said to do. And when God sends his word, he will fulfill it. When you have God's word on it, God has already released his power on behalf of the thing he promised. So when God speaks this word, he's infusing Joshua with everything that is spoken. This is why we're in the word week after week, so God can infuse us with everything he has spoken. He said, be strong, Joshua, and of good courage. Obviously, Joshua felt weak. Obviously, he must have felt a little bit fearful, or God wouldn't need to say what he's saying. And we will all feel discouraged at times. We will all have moments when we think we're not smart enough, we're not spiritual enough, we're not connected enough, we're not good enough, we're not well-trained enough. But you can't go with God and stay where you are. So God was telling Joshua, snap out of it. Man up, pull through, it's time to do this thing. I recognize Moses is dead, but Joshua, you are still alive, and I still require things of your life, and I place things in you that I didn't place in Moses. Moses was for his generation, but Joshua, you are for this generation. And I need you to show yourself a man. I need you to become everything I called you to be Joshua. For this people shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to the fathers to give them Joshua, you could do this. Only 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 I love it when God boils it down to one thing. Not 77 things, not 116 things, but only Joshua's only responsibility before God in order to take the land, your only responsibility to take back your family, to to, to, to take back those, those things that are important to you, is only stop being weak. Be strong. It doesn't take strength to hate someone. It takes strength. To forgive someone. I have found in my life, God will make me as strong as the devil can be mean. He said, Joshua, if you're going to step into next, if you're going to enter this promised land, be strong. Joshua, you got to be solid when everyone else folds. Joshua, when life gets rough, you've you got to stay tough. Joshua, you've got to be stronger than what you feel. Yeah, yeah. Joshua, you've got to be stronger than your emotions. Joshua, you need to, to be willing to square up and face the, face the next crazy thing that happens in your life because it will. Yeah, yeah. The issue is not the giants in the land. The issue is the faith in your heart. Joshua, would you dare believe me that I alone am God and I, 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 I see the future from the past and I, I know what will happen and have I not promised Joshua? Joshua, all I'm requiring of you is to show up. All I'm requiring you is to lift your head up and square your shoulders, Joshua. Be strong and very. Why did he put very on there? Because life, man... Sometimes you got to be very. Yeah. yeah. See, that's some of you problem. Y'all just whatever, but you're not very yet. God said, I'd rather you hot or cold, but, you know, you, I'd rather you very on either side than, than, than Luke, you know, in the, okay. And very courageous. Now, why would he need to feel courageous if he, um, to be courageous if he didn't feel afraid? I mean, courage is only needed when you're being afraid. See, scared may be what I'm feeling, but brave is what I'm doing. Scared may be what you're feeling, but brave got to be what you're doing. Put one foot in front of the other. Keep doing what God's called you to do. And in good time and in due time, you will see your harvest.
1: You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. Join us next time as we continue this teaching. We pray that God's Word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian, or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to GraceChurchVA.org/salvation. To find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big.